Hey guys, thanks for clicking on play and welcome to a serious conversation. What is up guys? How are you? Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, everything. Oh my god, it's been way too long. I know, it's my fault. And I know I always come back with, like, excuses and stuff. I don't even want to give you guys excuses. Like, just give me a clean slate. It's a new year. I mean, let's let it go. I don't want to give you excuses. Let's just, let's just, let's just pick up. Let's just pick up from where we left up, okay? So, so what is up, guys? How have you been to start up this year? I'm going to be doing a recap of what happened in season one of Euphoria. I've been waiting to do this show for the past year. I haven't recorded it, but it just never felt right. But I guess now it does. Maybe it's because the new season comes out today. Who knows? But here we are. Let's get into the show, shall we? So quick disclaimer before we get into the show, especially if you haven't seen the first season, it gets really dark and it can be really triggering for some people. And would also make you see some of your favorite actors in the new light, which, as usual, you have to remember, it's the job, they're just acting. So let's get into the show, shall we? So the show follows the girl Rue and a bunch of her classmates and people that surround her life. And I'm just going to talk about the characters and because like the each character all had maybe an episode explaining their life and the journey, how they got to where they are. So I'm just going to um, talk about each characters individually and then it's going to make up the whole of the story. And I hope you understand. And if you haven't seen season one, go see it because season two is out now. And I cannot wait to start watching it. Okay, so Rue is just getting out of rehab after an overdose and she's after an overdose and almost dying. She almost immediately goes to Adira and gets high. And she passed the mandatory drug test her mom is making her take. She asks her um childhood friend Lexi for a urine, which I mean you can't get closer than that. I mean <laughs> like you guys have to be best of friends to like give someone else a urine for a drug test. I mean Anyways, she goes to a party and then gets high again. Our rehab is obviously not rehabbing. Anyway, she meets a new girl at the party named Juice and soon starts falling in love with her. We soon find out that Rue got addicted to oxycodone when she was young because she used to steal them from her dad when he had them for his cancer. And I think she was just trying to numb the pain of what she was going through as a child and didn't know the consequences of what she was doing. Also, in addition to addiction, she also suffers from depression. Oh, that rhymed. Her depression is so severe and at at some point she got a kidney infection because she couldn't get out of bed to pee. And in the season finale, Ruth suggests to Jules that they both run away together. But when they get to the train station, Rue is Rue is the one that can't bring herself to follow through. And then Jules eventually leaves her behind. There's a lot more about Rue going on. We see her relationship with her mom, with her sister, how her sister always looked up to her. Her sister was the one that found her um, OD'd. And I think that was like, Rue thought, I feel like she thought that was going to be a turning point for her because like, her little sister seeing all that and everything. But it didn't because she went back to drugs almost as soon as she 
got out of rehab. And then we also got to see her relationship with her mom and how, like, they're not on best of terms because, like, there's no how having a daughter that is um, a drug addict. There's no how. There's no manual for that. How to, how to treat the child. How to react when things like that go on. When your daughter overdoses and stuff like that. And then again, Boo is also a teenager, so all this encompasses just makes her like into such a really, really terrible daughter. I love Zendaya in this role. Really, she's so good. And I think it was like the best way for her to come out of the Disney shadow that she had always had covering her and I think she just showed to uh, she I think she took this role to show that she has more range than doing Katie on the cover or shake it up or whatever else she's been doing as a Disney star and it was really good in my opinion I love this show because it addresses a lot of topics that people don't want to talk about and things that are going on in our everyday lives so next up is Jews so Jews 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 what a very interesting character. The first thing this 16-year-old girl does when she moves into town is to hook up with an older man. Which is a very graphic scene, but as I said, you guys should have like viewers' discretion when watching this show. It's really dark and really graphic. After that, she goes to a high school party where she's harassed by Nate, who is a local jock and bully. Granted, she stands her ground and she grabs the knife and slashes her own hand to show Nate that she's not scared of him, which intimidated him and everyone at the party, except Rue. She was, <laughs> she was ridiculously impressed and attracted to Jules, and later we see Jules start talking to a guy named Tyler online, and the chat gets, well, to put it lightly, steamy. <laughs> Things were said, pictures were sent, and soon they arranged to meet at the town carnival. And when Jules gets to the carnival, she realizes that the older man that she hooked up with is actually Nate's father. Dun dun dun! And to add salt to injury, the guy she's been talking to for weeks is none other than Nate himself, and is now blackmailing her with the pictures she sent to bribe her about being quiet about his father. Which technically she wasn't going to tell anyone, like she already was. I don't think there's something she want people to know about, you get? So I don't see why Nate has to feel like he has to blackmail her, like. Anyways, later, later in the season, she travels to visit a friend from, uh, from her hometown where she meets a girl. And then when she's doing the nasties with the girl, she hallucinates both Nate and Rue, which is very, very messed up from all angles. Like, I understand why she was hallucinating about Rue, because, like, you know, like, they were attracted to each other and everything. But, like, Nate, he's your blackmailer. What is, what is that relationship going to be like? Uh, it's not just very messed up. And when she returns home, she tells Rue that she's in love with both her and the other girl that she literally met like two days ago. And then after that, Rue asks her to run away with her, which she agrees to, but Rue ends up not going with you. Who ends up leaving anyway? Next character I'm going to talk about is Nate. This is literally the worst character in the entire show, but don't let me get ahead of myself. I just hate this guy so much. When Nate was 11, he found videos of his dad having sex with trans women and gay men. And then this led to a complicated relationship with his father and very severe anger issues from him. So when he sees his on-again, off-again girlfriend having sex with a guy named Tyler, 
ding 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 in a pool at a party honestly i think they need to establish that relationship because what the hell he then does the most logical thing he could think of and breaks into tyler's apartment beats him up and then accuses him of sexually assaulting her and then took a shower in his bathroom while he was still bleeding in the living room show me a more disturbed character oh wait I think when we really get to see that Nate is really messed up is when his dad criticizes football game then he just starts hitting himself repeatedly in the head. I mean, what? See the psychiatrist, please, and thank you very much. You know, the funny thing is that um, when I was, like, reading up about this show, like, when I finish a show, I usually, like, go online, like, read up about it, watch YouTube behind the scenes, and apparently in this thing, when he was hitting his head repeatedly on the floor, he actually got a concussion in real life, and I'm like, that is how committed Jacob Elordi is to this character, and I feel like a lot of people actually, like, start thinking that he's this kind of person, and, like, I think he got a lot of hate for this role that he played, kind of giving me like Cersei vibes from um, Game of Thrones. Like the actress who played her, played her got like a lot of hate. And she was like, she didn't really hate it because like, it means that she's doing her job well. And I guess that's good, yeah. But like people need to like separate reality from fiction. It's just acting, it's getting paid to do this. Why are you, why are you hating on the nigga? Anyways, Rue eventually confronts Neil about him blackening Jews and then the truth about his father, which is when he brings up her insecurity over her relationship with Jews, which is the reason why Rue ended up backing down from their plan to run away. Next up, we have Queen Maddie, who had literally been in the most toxic relationship on this planet for years. When she finds, um, how do I make this PG? On seemingly pictures of, you know, male genitalia on um, Nate's phone after they've gotten back together, that is, that he was using to um, catfish Jews, she confronts him about it and he violently chokes her. And, like, you know when you choke someone, like, if people that have been assaulted and things, they always have, like, especially these white people, they always have, like, <laughs> the mark is always there. Because, like, you know, they bruise easily, like a peach. Anyways, her mom finds the bruises, and then she presses charges. But this dysfunctional girl, Maddie, tries to protect Nate. But her mom presses charges, gets the police involved, and in order to protect himself, Nate goes back to meet this Tyler guy that he already beat up and threatens him to confess him to having choked Maddie. When I tell you Nate is so problematic, he also uses his leverage on Jews to make her say that she saw the incident. Bruh, Nate is such a garbage person. <laughs> and then when he's, um, how do I... I'm trying to keep this uh, this episode as PG as possible. When his little soldier is unable to, you know, rise up for duty, he gets violent with her again. Why are you blaming your babe? Because you can't get it up. Like, I don't understand. Anyways, he goes to shower and then she begins to snoop around his room. Honestly, I feel like this girl hasn't learned the lesson from the last time. Anyways, while snooping around his room, she finds the video of Nate's dad 
having sex with jewels and that is technically like pedophilic because she's like 16 oh, that's nice anyway next up is Cassie who uh, is Rue's childhood friend's sister I don't think we really had like a story about Lexi herself maybe we'll get it in season 2 but in season 1 it was about a sister Cassie she's um when they were young uh, her dad their dad was in uh, a terrible car accident and his recovery led to him abusing drugs and then their parents got separated and then one day she caught her dad stealing things from her house to pay for his drugs but she covered for him so basically she has daddy issues and has led to a bunch of unhealthy relationships including the one she's presently in with McKay who used to be in their high school but is, um, is a college freshman now they're dating, quote-unquote, and he actually streams her a lot and won't even publicly acknowledge her as his girlfriend, even after telling her he loves her and stuff like You know what? Men lie. Who cares? <laughs> so there was this time she went to um, a college party with him and because he's in the football team and then he gets hazed. I don't get the point of this. Like, do you want people to hate you? Is that the point of these rituals? I don't get college, man. Anyways, um, after he gets hazed in front of his girlfriend, he takes his anger out on her by, like, having aggressive sex. So basically, he raped her. I don't want to anyway tell me that she consented to having sex with him. When it was aggressive, she didn't want it. That was rape, basically. And then, after that, she finds out that she's pregnant. And he immediately, this asshole, immediately says that she should terminate the baby. Anyways, in the end of season one, she goes to the clinic with her mom and she gets an abortion. Um, last but not the least character I want to talk about is Kat. This girl, mm, she's definitely not what you think of her when you first meet her. Like, you think she's just like, you know, the big girl and the nerdy girl vibes. That's what she was giving up, like, initially. But, like, but she hangs up with, like, the cool girls and so... That is them, Casey and then Maddie and their other friends. But when the video of her losing her virginity at a party gets clicked and goes viral, she decides to take control of her sexuality by herself and becomes a calm girl. So she basically streams videos of herself to men and then they pay her money. But she has like a mask on, so I guess nobody knows who she is and all. But she also starts like liking this new boy in school, Ethan. But she's also still sleeping with other guys and still having the camp business. But when when she saw Ethan talking to a girl, a skinny girl, I guess maybe that was triggering for her. She gets mad at him and like they get into an argument. But eventually, at the end of the day, they get back together. I think I don't where did they. I don't know so guys that's basically all about like the characters and the storyline going on in um euphoria but one thing we one thing i love about euphoria is that it's dark it's dangerous and it's very real it touches upon like all the insecurities that people that young people are facing in their generation like it's the online people the gen z like it's talking about what they're going through, but they cannot talk about, like, 
another thing I love about it is that there are literally no filters, no restrictions whatsoever, which is generally and basically what the internet is about. Like our generation and the generation that's coming up now, everybody gets to see everything online. And this show also, like other than um the social part about this this show talks about mental health it talks about anxiety it talks about depression it talks about bipolar um, disorder it talks about um feeling isolated from your family and the way rue feels that she's disconnected from her family and it's hard for them to um to understand what she's going through is which is also creating a feeling of isolation from her for her sorry is basically what um a lot of us go through in life because like a lot of people don't know how to like communicate what they are feeling what they are going through to their parents like dealing with um boys dealing with girls looking for validation from strangers online instagram tiktok twitter and people confused about their sexuality and like so much more and apart from dealing with like um societal societal in um issues this show takes like the, the cast is so diverse. The mental health addressing it. Like, when they addressed um, um, Rue's depression, I think that episode low-key hit home to me because, like, I know I have depression and stuff, but, like, seeing it being, like, like, people that don't understand it need to at least watch that episode. Like, it's not something you can control. Nobody... Do you think Rue wanted to lay in bed and not pee for days. And she couldn't get up for days until she got a kidney infection. She was literally dying in her bed. She couldn't move. Like, the representation was was so flawless. Like, forget anything, anything anybody wants to say about um, this show. I'm going to stand by that. The representation for mental health, the LGBT community, and body positivity. Jesus. The um, character I was talking about, uh, what's her name? Kat. We um, we see her. She's actually she's actually a plus size model and an actress. And we see her deal with um, self inflicted inferiority and body issues. But actually, we see her like although the way she goes about it wasn't like the best way. She embraces her beauty and confidence during the um, throughout the length of the show. We see that, yeah? But, like, she didn't go about it the right way, but, like, she eventually began to love herself, which is, like, a lot of, a lot of people don't... Like, once you're plus size, once you're size 12, 14, 16, people always say, oh, I'm too fat, I'm too this, I'm too that. But this girl, as big as she was, she was so badass, forget, forget. I feel like once you just get into a comfortable way of dressing and what you feel comfortable with, like, you'll be good. And it's really, really hard to get from the first point to the second point. And then we also have representation of um, transgender in the... In euphoria i don't really know much about the trans community so i'm not going to really talk about it but the fact that they got a trans actual actor <laughs> the fact that they got a trans actor to play the role is actually really good i feel like is uh the gen z will really like um relate because like it's things that they see they have um they have classmates that are transgender they have um, friends that are transgender but although these scenes are graphic and hard to watch i feel like it's good because there's a lot of things that we see 
in the world here yeah, that we keep to ourselves here yeah. and but we need to, and we always feel like we're the only ones going through it and we need to understand that other people are going through it the show talks about depression talks about self-harm talks about statutory rape like they went like full frontal on the whole show like no hiding anything that's one thing i love about um um euphoria and he also talks about like i have I, I i want to see how they take um nate's sexuality story because i think he's hiding something he doesn't know what is going on with himself yet so i guess season two is gonna be really 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 good i haven't seen it i haven't seen the trailer rather i haven't seen the trailer rather. i just want to go in blind that's what i want to do i want to go into season two blind i don't want to get any like mini mini spoilers or anything and also if you haven't checked out they have two special episodes i actually haven't seen the two special episodes but i'm gonna go watch it as soon as i'm done recording this podcast so when we're gonna be talking about season two we're gonna start off with the two special episodes one about rue and one about jules and then we're going to season two officially welcome back to a serious conversation sorry i've been off i'm back now and i'm here for you so guys that is all for today's episode i really hope you enjoyed it i know i did and if you did don't forget to take a screenshot and tag me on instagram or twitter to recommend a series for me to watch and review don't forget to click on the shukran link below to support me and please share this podcast with anybody you love if you know you love someone share with them make sure you also subscribe to the podcast on whichever app or website you're listening on and if you're an apple podcast listener or a spotify listener make sure you give the show a five star rating and a review it really helped me out and as usual i appreciate you guys talk to you soon bye